Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. Good Friday afternoon, I'm Hannah Pagel. The top Republican on the Senate Ag Committee says an extension of the Farm Bill will likely be needed to help bring certainty to farmers. Arkansas Republican John Bozeman spoke at a Punchbowl News event today to discuss issues impacting small businesses and rural America. Bozeman says his team wants to mitigate any issues producers or small business owners may have if a farm bill is not passed by the end of the year. What we want to try and do is get an extension hooked on to the, the November continuing resolution, not because it's gonna, we're going to extend it for a year, not because it's necessarily going to take a year to get it done, that gives us some breathing room. What we want to do is make sure that we that after the first of the year, when the farm bill really does run out, that our farmers and ranchers have the ability to have certainty so that they know that, you know, essentially for the next year, they can go to the bank, make the planning decisions that they have, and, and go forward. Bozeman says producers need certainty for next year's financing. We're working hard to make sure that the farmers have the tools, the risk management tools that are up to date today so that they can go to the bank and get the loans that they need to go forward. And I'll give you a good example of this. The average USDA loan is like $335,000. If you service that note, paying the interest and things in March of 2021, it cost you nine dollars to $10,000 to service it. Now it's closer to 24000 in that range. On the House side of things, one lawmaker says it could be possible to move a farm bill along this year, but that an extension would probably be more likely. Oklahoma Republican Frank Lucas spoke on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers to give an update on the appropriations process and where legislation stands between now and the end of the year. Now that the House has elected a new speaker, Lucas says the attention will shift to passing appropriations bills before the November 17th deadline. We've already passed several across the floor of the House. Now, the Senate's very proud that they passed all of their appropriation bills out of committee, but they haven't passed anything across the floor of the United States Senate. We're going to work frantically to move as many as we can, to be prepared then to go to conference with the Senate. There may have to be another extension for the programs that are not not appropriated after November 17, but that's just a part of getting there. House Speaker Mike Johnson has indicated he wants the House to consider a farm bill in December. Lucas says that will be a tall order. Now, I don't know if that's possible floor schedule-wise. Chairman Thompson of the U.S. House Ag Committee has worked very diligently to lay the groundwork. If we are given floor time in December, I think we can step up to the plate. But again, there's a lot of pieces moving here, and there was several weeks of wasted time, unfortunately, to get to this point. Lucas says once floor time can be allotted to the farm bill, things will move quickly. There's enough time for everybody to figure out because remember, in most of the commodity title, in the safety net, so to speak, we're not rewriting policy. It's how do we make refinements to crop insurance? How do we make uh, refinements to the price protection program's revenue? How do we make sure the conservation programs are still viable? We don't have to begin from scratch. We just have to improve what we have. And that's a whole lot simpler than when we did a complete rewrite in the 14 Farm Bill or a complete rewrite in the 1996 Farm Bill. Scott Geralt with the American Soybean Association and Gary Schnicki with the University of Illinois also joined this week's show to discuss how the recent policy news will impact producers' bottom lines. Tune in to RFD-TV Saturday morning to watch the full show of AgriPulse Newsmakers. 
In other news, the U.S. Grains Council is working to build more markets in Africa. Earlier this month, the U.S. Grains Council sent staff and members to East Africa, a market that could hold long-term growth potential for U.S. feed grains. The council kicked off the trip by attending the 10th African Grain Trade Summit in Uganda before heading to Kenya and Tanzania. USDA estimates by 2032 that Africa and the Middle East will account for 43% of the additional growth in world coarse grain imports. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Ann Pagel.